Welcome to Mayfield Baptist Church. We are very excited to have you with us here. We do encourage you to follow us on our social media, which you can access through our website at mayfieldbaptist.com. Please feel free to like and subscribe to this podcast to keep you up to date with our latest messages. We do hope you enjoy this recent message from NBC, that it may help you connect to God, grow in your faith, and serve in your own context. sit down with the kids, so um, the adults, this is for you as well, and there'll be some things that come up on the screen, but I'm going to focus on the kids. Um, Last week, Marg was talking to us about seeds, Um, so I'm going with the same theme, and we've got a garden happening over in the corner. Um, So Richard, do you want to put up that first one? So it's the seeds, the garden, and the gardener. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about seeds and gardens and who the gardener might be. Um, So, Marg was talking about a kind of seed that came from God's Word, but there's many different kinds of seeds, and if you plant a different kind of seed, it will grow something different. So, if we plant a tomato seed, what's going to grow? Yep, and it'll make some tomatoes. What about if you plant a sunflower seed, what's going to grow then? Sunflower? Yeah, so in God's Word, Um, the Bible, there's lots of different seeds that we can find and plant and things will grow from them. Yeah, if you plant a rosemary seed, you'll get a rosemary plant. Yeah. Um, So the things that, the seeds that you find in God's word are things that will grow beautiful plants like love. A purple flower. Yep. So from God's word, there's seeds that they grow things like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Sorry? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, kind of like these plants here. I've got some things here that we're going to look at today. Um, they're nice plants, aren't they? And they look good. Does anyone want to touch them and tell me how they feel? Yep. Yep, you can come up and touch them. Any adults that like sensory, sensory things could come and touch them as well. How do they feel? Do they feel nice? Are they soft? Yep. All right. So that's the kind of things that grow from the seeds that are in God's word. But there's lots of other seed as well. What if another kind of seed fell into the garden that God's put in your heart and what would happen? So if a seed that didn't come from God's word came into your heart, what would happen? Would it start to grow? It would because seeds grow all by themselves. Um, And seeds that don't come from God's word, they might be things that other people say. Put seed in that heart. Yep, it might grow in there. You can touch the flower, yeah. A blueberry plant. That would be a nice one, wouldn't it? I like banana plants. Yes, you can go and touch those. Yep. 
Um, so seeds, what about that we might find seeds that come from things that other people say to us or things that the world tells us is important, but they usually don't grow nice things in our garden. They might grow something like this, a weed. Can, can you tell me what this one looks like? A prickly plant, yep. It's got spikes on it. Yep. Oh, I wouldn't touch that one because that one's going to hurt you. Can you see the spikes on that? Uh-huh. It's not very nice. I really see so, spikes. we don't really want those kind of things in our garden, do we? No. Um, up on the screen as well, there's a bindi. Ha- has anyone ever stepped on one of these kind of plants or a bindi? I have. I have. Yeah, and they hurt, don't they? They're not very nice. I've stepped on a bindi. Yeah. I've stepped on a bindi too. They really, really hurt. So if we had things like that, things like this weed and bindis in in our gardens, they might hurt us and they might hurt people around us as well. So Marv was telling us last week that it's not our job to grow the seed. So what do you think our job might be in our garden? If it's not to make the seed grow, planting it. Planting it, yep. Watering Do you think we should be the gardener? It. Watering it, maybe? Yep. And maybe we're the gardener. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of my story. Um, I grew up going to church with my family. I think I always believed that God was real and Jesus came to die for us. But it wasn't until I was 18 or 19 that I decided that I wanted to accept Jesus' gift and follow him in my life. But a few years later, guess what happened? A seed that wasn't from God's word planted itself in me. Was the idea that God might ask me to give up something that I thought was going to make me happy and content. I don't know exactly where that seed came from, but I let it grow. And what grew from that seed was fear. And I stopped listening to God. It was like one of these weeds. And when I saw others getting the things that I wanted in life, I let the seeds of bitterness and jealousy grow in me and also like these weeds and the bindies. Um, Who's ever wanted something so much and then saw somebody else get it? Yeah? How did that make you feel? Yeah? And what did you say to them? Did you say anything to them? No? Well, my husband, Matt, was telling me the other day, he went to see a friend of his and he was telling the friend about a project that he was working on and it was going really well. But that friend got jealous. He was also working on something and it wasn't going very well. And that friend said to him, oh, good for you. I don't care. Why are you telling me? Well, that's not very nice, is it? Didn't make Matt feel very good? When we let jealousy grow in us, our words can become like the spikes on the plant and they can hurt other people. So for a long time, I wasn't listening to God and the weeds continued to grow in the garden of my heart. And do you know what I felt when I wasn't listening to God? I was frustrated and lonely. I wasn't happy at all. The weeds had grown so much that there wasn't any room left for the flowers in the garden of my heart. It didn't look like that beautiful garden over there that the girls are painting. It looked a bit like, uh, Richard, the next slide, like that. It's not very nice, is it? It's spiky weeds. It's got bindies that hurt people. The flowers of joy and peace were dying. Um, sorry. 
and it was pretty ugly. It was an ugly garden. So do you think I'm a very good gardener? If I've got a garden like that, am I a good gardener? No. Do you think I could have been a better gardener? You wouldn't want a garden like that? No. Well, the Bible actually tells us that I can't be a good heart gardener. In Jeremiah 17, 9, it says, Who can understand the human heart? There's nothing else so deceitful. It is too sick to be healed. Our own hearts tell us lies and they trick us. They make something seem true even when it's not. It let me believe that joy and peace come from things in life being the way I want them to be. Here it said, look up on the screen. Look at this plant, isn't it pretty? When you get the things that you want in your life, your garden will have this plant in it and you'll be happy. But that's not true. It didn't let me see something. Can we see the whole plant there? No, you can't see the whole plant there. Well, this is the plant that my heart tricked me into growing in my garden. Look at that. Is that a nice plant? No. It's got all these spikes. So you might be happy for a while when you see the flower. It's got a flower on it here. But then the spikes might start to hurt, might hurt you and other people. So true joy and a beautiful plant doesn't grow from getting what you, the things that you think that you want. Romans 15, 13 says, May the source, and I don't like it either, May the source of hope fill you with all joy and peace by means of your faith in him so that your hope will continue to grow by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's when we trust in Jesus that through his spirit, joy and peace and hope will grow within us, not by getting the things that we think we want. So if we can't be a good gardener... My mum calls flowers. Oh, that's very nice. Um, So we're not the gardener in the gardens of our heart. Who is it? Who should be the gardener in the gardens of our heart? It's God. Yeah, that's right. Um, So, what's our job? It's our job to go and look in God's word for the good seed and put it in our hearts so that it can grow. In 2 Corinthians 10.15, Paul tells us that we should take every thought captive and make it obey Christ. Um, we also need to take the seed, the things that other people tell us and the ideas for our future to the gardener and ask if they're right to plant in our gardens. Um, because other people can trick us and our own hearts can trick us, but they can't trick God. In Proverbs 16.2, it says, All a person's ways seem pure, but motives are weighed by the Lord. That's saying that God can look into our hearts and see why we want to do something or or why we want something that way. Um, He can see through the lies our hearts might try and tell us. So we need to take everything to God um, and ask him to show us if we should keep it in our gardens or if it's not the right thing. Do you know God knows you so well, better than you know yourself? Psalm 139 tells us that he created the soil in your heart and he knows the right sort of plants to grow in it. We're going to think um, quickly about someone who might want to be a missionary. That's a great thing, isn't it? God wants us to tell other people about him so that they can um, trust in him and they can live with him in heaven. So that's always going to be a good choice, isn't it?
It's always something good to grow in your heart. Well, let's think about it like a missionary being like a tomato plant. So tomato plants are good. There's nothing on a tomato plant that's going to hurt us and it's going to grow fruit. But did you know that tomato plants need the soil to be right to actually grow their fruit? If there's too much nitrogen in the soil, then a tomato plant can still grow, but it won't produce any fruit. It might look nice, but it's not going to do what it was made to do. Um, so while someone wa wanting to be a missionary isn't a bad thing, God might be able to see that what he's put inside you isn't quite right for that, and it's not the plant that he wants you to grow in your garden. But the soil he put in someone else might be right for that. It might have the right amount of um, nitrogen, and that plant in that person's life will grow fruit. So we're all made differently, and we need to let, let God, the gardener, come into our garden and pluck out the plants that he hasn't intended for us to grow. Remember my garden that I'd let all the weeds grow in and the flowers were dying and it was ugly? Well, sometimes when a plant dies in a garden, it can leave behind a seed. And when the weather and the conditions are just right, something will start to grow again. So for me, God sometimes uses songs to plant things deep down in the soil that will spring up and begin to grow. So there was a time in my life where I didn't see the point anymore. I didn't think there was anything I could do to be happy. Um, and a song came and it got stuck in my head. Who knows the song Baby Shark? Elodie? Where's Elodie? I think Elodie knows the song Baby Shark because sometimes I can hear the preschool playing Baby Shark from my office. You know that one? It gets really stuck in your head, doesn't it, parents? Um, so the song that got stuck into my head, it was there for about a week and we're going to sing it in a little bit, but some of the words are, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future, and life is worth the living just because he lives. So God was wanting to pull out these weeds from my life and the lies and replace them with the truth that because Jesus died and paid the price for us, there's nothing we should fear, and having Jesus in our lives brings true joy and makes life worth living. So I can tell you that it wasn't very nice having God pull out the weeds. It hurt, was uncomfortable. Um, but, and sometimes a seed might fall in your life that you don't see. So you can't take it to God and ask him if it should grow. It's just growing there. But that's okay. Um, we just need to make sure we keep going back to God and letting him tell us through the Bible uh, if it's right for us and let him take it out if it's not. In Hebrews 14.12, we're told, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. But don't leave it too long. Last week, Mark told us about a vine that was growing in their garden, and they hadn't been out gardening for, in a long time. And when they went out and started gardening again, that vine, they found it was killing all the other plants around them, around it and it took them a long time to pull it out, and it was painful. Marg had cuts and scratches on her hands. It hurt to get it out. And when, I, when that weed was pulled out of my garden, it hurt as well. It wasn't very nice. So the longer that you leave it, the harder, the harder it's going to be when God wants to take something out of your life. It is a naughty plant. But, well, you could, but I use gloves. I, this plant, I went and dug it up from the park, and I planted it in this pot 
I used gloves and it still spiked me and hurt. Um, but remember when I was, had that ugly garden of the weeds and the dead plants and I was frustrated and lonely and unhappy? Well now, even though God hasn't given me some of the things that I really wanted in my life, I feel his joy and peace and hope inside because I'm choosing to let him be the gardener. And it's like having these plants, these nice pretty plants in my life. So remember, God made you, he knows what's best for you, and you can't grow true joy, peace and hope in your life unless you let Jesus make, be the gardener in your life and choose what's right for you. Okay.